0: to the skeptic wire <laughs> hello it's july 6 2011 wonderful hey. hey. we're listening to the skeptic wire yes yes you are, are- the Skeptic, Skeptic Wire. I'm David Harcourt. Hello. Joined as always by... Carrie <laughs> Lawn. Pancakes! Craig Perrine. Hey, who moved my cheese? And Donna Slafford.
1: I can't handle it anymore.
0: <laughs> Have some pancakes.
1: Yeah, and some up cheese, a little bit. which
2: I found just lying there, not moments ago. You moved my cheese. <laughs> well, welcome everybody.
1: Hello, How's I'm everyone's cutting week? the cheese.
2: Great. I went to church this week
1: congratulations Why'd you're a you better go to church, man Gary? than I because
2: I went to Tim Minchin and I felt I should balance it out <laughs> and my parents looked so sad when I told them that I was probably going to be sleeping in
0: <laughs> and, so they did the guilt trip on you?
2: no I've, they they just asked and I haven't been in years and I thought okay uh, I'll go because they, they were so nice to so allow me to come in and crash at their place and which, actually, sorry, stay uh, in their spare bed because you don't crash at your parents' place, do you? Do you? I don't think you do. I don't. I uh, participate sure, in sure. the home experience. Okay. <laughs> and you went to church. I did. I went to church, and it was July 3rd, so it was a very patriotic service. You know, They got all of the uh, current, and former, yeah, country, current and former... Yeah, current and former... What are those people called? People who military members, veterans, 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 veterans saints. <laughs> Did they say? No, it? not veterinarians. Uh, Did they?
1: Veterans. S-
2: <laughs> oh right. And unfortunately, in this particular place, it's it, they want to be a mega church, but it's not a mega church. Um, but they have the big screens up there.
1: So it's like a half mega church. Yeah,
2: it's it's like a mecha church. I don't know what that means. Anyway, it's a church that turns into a robot. That's right. Yeah, but but not so it's like, like a, a Decepticon. Re- yeah. yeah, but but it's not as cool as the Transformers. They're all Decepticons. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so now uh, instead of people opening their hymnals, although they do have hymnals there, they show the words up on the screen, but none of the notes. So all you see are the words. If you don't know the tunes, you can't really sing along. So it's kind of like going to the opera now. Right. Anyway, uh, I had a couple of problems because they had a little youth youth thing uh, where they brought the little kids up. And this is the early service, so there weren't a whole bunch of people there, uh, so they brought about you know six seven kids up about four years to eight years old, and the lady sat down and talked about the Constitution and totally left out we the people, which is writ large <laughs> the first three words yeah. of this and avoided that and made a comparison between the soldiers dying just like Jesus Christ dying for our sins and all that
1: blah 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 but
2: and then the pastor got up and In his sermon, it's kind of an interesting sermon because he started out with "Wir sind ein Volk," which is what the Germans said in 1986-ish. 86. Yeah, tearing down, tearing down the the wall. wall.
3: Okay. And as soon
2: as he said "Wir sind ein Volk," I knew exactly what he was talking about. I knew where he was going to go. Mm -hmm. Tear down the wall. Tear down the wall between church and state separation. And then he went David Barton on the congregation (laughs) and put up and said that there is no words that say that there is a separation between the church and the state.
0: David Barton with the oddly named website Wall Builders. Wall Builders. So, um, unfortunately,
2: I... I couldn't keep wow. my mouth shut when he wow. said that there are there are no, the words aren't there. There are no words that say uh, there's a separation but I said, "Oh my god." <laughs> a loud enough for people to turn around.
3: <laughs> okay. Were you quite as frothy at the mouth as you are right now or Um
2: it, it, pretty close. I'm I sure. I held my tongue that I would really to your parents. I, right, right because they have to go to that. Although I did also say loudly, "What about We the People?" And my dad agreed <laughs> with me about with that. <laughs> by
0: the way, <laughs> he agreed with yeah. you on that. <clears throat> well, is, you know,
1: I I had, was so mad. I had to go to a church this weekend too. Oh, I had to go to a Catholic mass funeral.
2: Oh wow, Southside a mass
1: funeral funeral? Southside Hispanic Catholic Church, the full mass. Mm-hmm. Very few people in the church who actually spoke both English and Spanish, most of them were Spanish speakers, and surprisingly enough, the service was run by a Korean who didn't really have that great of a command of the English language, and God knows he didn't speak Spanish. (laughs)
3: But it was was your typical Catholic Mass. Right, it was a typical
1: one where you looked at the little lady in front, and when she stood up, you stood up. When she sat down, you Ah. sat down. When she kneeled, you just kind of leaned back and hunkered.
3: But there (laughs) weren't any of this kind of... The um,
1: liturgicals. No, no, any
3: of this David Barton kind of evangelical stuff. No, but there was a
1: lot of... It was very odd in that half the time they were saying, pray that Cynthia will help us get into heaven... And then the rest of the time, it kind of sounded like, pray that she will get into heaven. So it was like,
0: which <laughs> what are we no, going to? No, we got to pray that are she gets ca- there so she can pull us in after.
1: Yeah, but they were doing both of them at the same time and yeah. kind of a back and forth sort of thing. And yeah. so it was like, can you all make up your mind? <laughs> but I have to say, it was it was my neighbor, very sweet person who welcomed me into the neighborhood. So very sorry oh. that I lost a neighbor and a, a, yeah. a good friend. So...
2: No, oh, I'm sorry you, had, you lost your friend. But, but going back to, to my story, just briefly, what I'm wondering about the church-state separation. I mean, can the guy get up there and talk about the Constitution like he did? Yes. I guess he, he can. He, he can. Speak. Because he wasn't he
1: endorsing a candidate. He wasn't or, endorsing,
2: okay. So I was just really mad political... that he was lying and basically casting aspersions uh, against the Founding Fathers saying he that they wanted... Saying...
1: Go out and vote for Newt Gingrich.
2: Okay. As yeah, a
1: congregation, right. you should vote for Newt Gingrich. Had he said that, the IRS could have said, your tax exempt status is gone. But or you, go out and vote against abortion or something. Right, right. He can say, we should pray to end abortion. He can't say, you need to go out and vote pray, against, pray against
0: it. it right. well, There's a lot of churches challenging that rule yes. actually going yes. out And there you know and what? Let them.
1: Let them and let the IRS crawl up their ass with a microscope like they did me last year. Please, audit them. I want them to. (laughs) That was the most (laughs) painful experience of my lifetime.
0: And now John Hagee here is really behind Rick Perry. Let's see if he can keep the politics out of his church.
1: Rick the Harry Perry.
2: I understand that he actually pays taxes. I could be wrong about that, and I haven't been able to find anything about that. But I understand that he pays taxes so that he can can endorse.
0: Yeah. I think they should all be able to endorse. They all just need to pay taxes. Yeah. Would help with the deficit. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) It would. Just the Catholic
3: Church alone would help with the deficit.
0: Let's talk about something more pleasant. We all saw Tim mention. Yay! It was terrific. (laughs) I'm going to bore everybody with everything, but it was just terrific. And the crowd was great. Um... Donna, what, what was your thoughts on the Tim Mention concert?
1: It was absolutely fantastic. I enjoyed every minute I was there. I also enjoyed the company that I was keeping. You know, I have to say, having dinner are you with you. Who were you with?
3: She means us. Oh. You guys. <laughs> oh, oh.
1: You know, I'm, it was great. And I have to say, to get a thousand atheists all singing Leonard Cohen's Alleluia at the same time was cool. awesome. Absolutely
2: very cool. cool. Very cool. I and my poor
1: office mates are tired of listening to the song.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, everybody. Well, Should you could play. Be...
2: You could play him the Pope song.
1: <laughs> I did that too. I, like, I, surprisingly enough, they don't mind that one as much as so like the yeah.
0: I've never seen a, a crowd just so enthusiastic about, you know, a performance. Because it's like, not like just going and seeing, you know, your favorite rock band or whatever. I mean, he's out there giving everybody what they need.
1: I do have a little concern about the whole athlete's foot thing. He was really running around that stage without any foot covering and everything else. That's how you get athlete's athlete's foot.
3: foot. He's been doing that for years. He's built up an immunity.
1: I'm just saying, athlete's foot, not a nice thing.
3: I'm more worried about
2: tetanus, but you know what Anyway,
0: (laughs) it was a great show.
2: I was worried about the feedback on the last song, but you know.
0: (laughs) So anything else on the Tim mentioned show?
3: I I think I really got to... Having known all the songs, I really got to enjoy his musicality and how he played things slightly differently than how I expected them. Like a different chord here with like a seventh and a ninth that I wasn't expecting in the chord or...
1: Wow, and, you're such and, a band geek.
3: And during during Storm, when that guy yelled
2: out, uh, wait, so was it fuck yeah or... Yeah, or something like something that. Something like that. And Tim kind of stops and says, I'm kind of on a timeline here. Yeah, and he was <laughs> and, able to catch and up. And then went back through. I was really impressed. Yeah. But he's been doing that for a little while, so he probably kind of knows it. <laughs> but it was, and it was and really the two,
1: two ladies in front of us, very enthusiastic.
2: Uh, it, it seemed like they had never heard any of that before. But hey, hey, you know, they whatever. enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah.
3: And it so fun we, we got to meet some of the other people in the Texas area uh, uh, Aaron Raw. Matt Dillon Hunt. Stop that! Matt Dillon Aaron Raw. Uh, some of the people from the the Dallas Freethinkers came down. Yeah. Um, it was it was good to meet some other people. Um, yeah, and, yeah, we and
1: stalked him for a moment. Tried
3: yep. to try to flirt with some of them. Not necessarily Matt Dillon on despite the whole mud wrestling challenge from last week's episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, Greg, you really had him on the spot there. <laughs> no, we challenged you to a mud wrestling competition. Like Texas. what? Yeah.
3: It was an icebreaker, a friendly thing between fellow podcasters. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but it was fun.
2: Yeah, it was fun. And he's a cool guy. It's nice. I, going up to people that I look up to and just having them be kind of, hey, yeah. hey, look, you're
3: actually human.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're not just a voice on the internet. <laughs> it
0: was great talking to Aaron Rod That was, that
3: and was hopefully something. we'll be more than a voice on the internet to more people as we meet and go out to these kind of events. this yeah.
0: is okay. made for radio. Final chapter in the shuttle program. Donna. Donna,
1: yeah. <laughs> July 8th, we'll have our final United States shuttle mission launch. Um, pretty standard mission. They're going up to deliver spare parts and supplies for the International Space Station, um, help keep the lab going. They're going to fly an experimental rig to test for testing tools and techniques to robotically refuel satellites in space. That's cool. You know, but 11:26 July 8th, if all goes to plan, that will be our final shuttle launch. End of an era. Yeah. And
3: it's not so bad that the shuttle is being retired. It's just that we could not get it together as a nation to replace it before it went out. Yeah. It would be okay to retire it if we had something in its place, but now we're just renting the Russians.
1: <laughs> Usually you get charged $50 an hour for that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think we'll be okay. You know, we'll... <laughs> Apparently
3: I broke Gary on that one. <laughs> no, sorry. For those, okay. pla- for
1: those well, playing the home game...
3: <laughs> well, uh, even though we've broken Gary's mind, uh, next year we'll have something that hopefully will help Gary's mind, which is the uh, Reason Rally in Washington, D.C. Um, it's this idea of gathering... As many atheistic, humanistic, agnostic, skeptical people as possible on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. to just show that we are a presence, that there's a reason why we are somewhere around, give or take a few percentage, 10% of the population, and we should be listened to.
0: Are we going to that?
3: Yes, I plan to go and be completely unreasonable. (laughs) I would like to, but um, we'll worry I about like that. Who's so putting practical.
0: this on when it? When it yep. <laughs>
3: um, it's, it's just kind of like a group thing of many different organizations trying to put it on. There's not a lot of details yet. Even their, their web page is, um, according to Hemet Mena, in its infancy. So we don't know who's going to be speaking there or, or all that, but it will be March 24th, 2012, plenty of time before the election. So hopefully we get some more of a voice in policy. Even if it's just to get candidates to answer questions about science, which they didn't last time. Well, well speaking of gatherings, um,
2: just today, uh, for those of you who are in Texas or are planning to go to the Texas Free Thought Convention, um, they changed the time. Same day starts two hours earlier, not eleven o'clock. Now it's nine o'clock in the morning. Nine o'clock in the morning is when it starts, and they changed hotels. They changed so, hotels. They changed, yeah, they, they changed from the uh, to the Hilton, I think. Correction, they changed from the Hilton to the Hyatt Regency in Houston, Texas.
3: Okay, good thing I didn't so, order a hotel room
2: yet. Yeah, well, it <laughs> yeah. just came out today, um, so if you're on the meetup group or you're signed up, you'll probably get a get an uh, email message for that, just to let you guys know.
3: Okay. And how many of us will be at the Texas
2: Free Thought uh, Community? Hopefully.
3: At least. Maybe. <laughs> at least two or three. Hopefully all four of us will be there, so look for us, we'll be We'll we'll decide on a funny hat to wear before then. It works <laughs> I'll well. I'll wear with,
2: my cool hat.
3: It works well with dog, the Dogma Free America people. You say, "Oh, there's a fez. That must be the guy from Dogma Free America." So. Oh, I did not know that.
2: Okay, Gary. Very interesting. Yes. Richard hey, Weisman? hello. Richard Rich, Wiseman has a new book. I received an email directly from Mr. Doctor Richard Wiseman. Which is it? Is it a it was kind of a spam email,
1: but you know, I I thought <laughs> it was
2: personalized. Had my name on it. Cool. I didn't get that. Um, yeah, you're and just not he, as close with him. He is, He's
1: dodging you. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. He he has released a new book called Paranormality. For those of you who follow any any skeptical or a blog, probably know this. And he has had trouble releasing it in the United States. It's it's already released over in uh, the UK. Uh, apparently, the from from his email it says. Uh, the book has done well in the UK. However, the major American publishers were reluctant to support a skeptical book, with some suggesting that I rewrite it to suggest that ghosts were real and psychic powers actually existed.
0: Thank
3: you, Discovery Channel and Ghost Hunters. <laughs>
2: you
0: bastards. Just like they did to Scooby Doo. Anyway, yeah, exactly.
2: And then, of course, they also brought on like dead people like <laughs> Laurel and Hardy or whatever. Anyway, so uh, I'm not saying that Richard Wiseman is going to do that in this book. Nope. Bring in, dead. I'll shut up
3: But it is Continue. possible for Americans to George get this writer? book
2: Yes uh, so, Oh god <laughs> Joe, that's, that's horrible Yes he had a ghost writer <clears throat> David You can purchase you the sick, book sick man. On Amazon Yes we're going to shill for Richard Wiseman um, Three of us here have purchased the book And if you have a Nook uh, Which I do I actually purchased it for the Kindle for PC but there are ways to get PDFs of
3: the book if you purchase it because you are honest people. So, but also, if you're a 20th century person, the UK publishers will ship you the book.
2: Right. As of this speaking, it's sold out at Amazon. But uh, I've heard that there's they can print more. I've heard this.
3: That is
0: technically <laughs> you think possible. That is possible?
2: Yeah. But you can get it electronically or uh, in pulp format. Okay. It looks say. like it's going
0: to be a good book. It's getting good reviews. Yeah,
3: I've,
2: I've I enjoyed the read first.
0: Uh, couple I, and I
3: think
2: chapters part of the
0: read.
3: whole won't get published in the United States might actually help his sales a little. Yeah.
2: Maybe
0: it's just a ploy yeah. by Richard. Yeah.
2: Wilson. Well, I, he'll probably get more of a percentage, more of a take from them. And I hope he does because you know his his blog's cool. He's kind of a cool guy. He deserves it.
0: Okay. Cool. Support. Go. I'm going to read that. So what is this about elevator gate? Elevator happened in the elevator at some skeptic conference?
3: Basically, um, in June, I believe it was, um, at the Dublin Atheist International Ah. Conference, um, there was a small small incident. Kerfuffle.
2: No, it was more than a
3: kerfuffle. It it wasn't a kerfuffle yet. There was a small incident in that um, uh, Rebecca Watson had, um, at the end of the day, as in end of the day and four in the morning... Uh, was heading back to her hotel room or something, and there was a guy in the elevator with her who basically said, "I really, I really think you're interesting. Would you like to come back to my room for coffee?" And she said no. And it's kind of unclear to me from reading the the, the descriptions, but basically he may have said, asked again, been a little pushy, but he didn't do anything violent or anything, but he made her feel very uncomfortable. And that's where that story ends. But uh, a week or so later, Rebecca Watson, who's fond of putting up YouTube videos, uh, just put a a four minute video up there talking about how this made her uncomfortable. And guys, this is what we're trying to deal with. We're trying to get people to think before they talk, think before they act. I felt uncomfortable. Cut it out. (laughs) Right. Very simple response. And and that's, and
2: that's why I think kind of got lost in all of the email exchanges and people getting. You know, uh, there's been a lot of people who have put up that, you know, you should be quiet about it. You know, this is the way it is. Just get used to it. Um, I think someone, someone famous said that. Someone well. Well, known. we'll get to that. <laughs> but there is more to
1: the story. It's than... gotten
2: lost that you know it was her personal feelings that this happened. She felt uncomfortable and she spoke out about it. And that is exactly what she should have done. She let the guy know, she's let other people know. What's the big deal that that she has done this? I I think it's like, okay, look, it's it's another it's another uh, mark on a oh, something not to do, guys, or or even well, girls. Here's the thing,
1: <laughs> had had it let go with that and everybody go, "You know what? You got a point. We'll Practice good decorum, cause it's, right? What I would, you know, good citizenship here, good, you know, friendly. Looking
2: at them from their perspective, right? Be a thing. part of had the community. Had it
1: ended right there, it would have been fine. But as Greg will tell us, more had to happen.
3: More? Yes, there was more. So since that initial post, there was a lot of back and forth on um, on the topic. As Gary said you know, should she have said this, should she have not have, and there was a lot going on. There was one person, um, Steph, or Stephanie McGraw, right. um, who basically didn't quite get what Rebecca was was talking about and said, well, it's not a big thing, don't worry about it, he didn't rape you. I mean, I'm really paraphrasing there, and I do apologize if I'm quoting that wrong, but she didn't quite get what Rebecca was talking about. So, the next thing is when Rebecca Watson was at the CFI Student Leadership Conference, I think also in June, she gave a a talk about the religious rights war on women, but she mentioned, among many things, um, specifically Steph McGraw and her reactions to this issue and how that's a bad thing because even the women aren't getting this, so that shows how much of a battle we have ahead of us. So there was that, and then kind of the blogosphere had a mini, uh, small eruption over, well, should you name names? Did she call her out? Did she handle it in the best way possible, being Rebecca Watson? Did she handle this in the best way? What should she have said? <laughs> and then, with you know, uh, Hemet Mehta and uh, PZ Myers all blogging about this, Richard Dawkins. Posted a response on one of uh, PZ Meyer's blogs about this. I'm and there are several, several different mm-hmm. articles, so go look those up if you want to see the specifics. But we're going to mostly talk about how we think this issue is. But Richard Dawkins did not get it. No. And his comments. On PZ's blog, who P, people weren't sure if it was peasy uh, of Richard Dawkins in the first place, but as confirmed, uh, it was. Because during during that exchange, someone did spoof him. Right, and PZ Myers banned that person entirely, but this was Richard Dawkins, and what was started as a small inf- inf- incident on an elevator became a, a kerfuffle over tone and how should she Rebecca Watson have responded to the responses to her. <laughs> <laughs> Turned into a huge-ass shitstorm over Richard Dawkins' response and, um, and that whole kind of, I mean, it's its unfortunate to put it the way, but the old white male privilege position. Right. And it's not all white males, old white males who got in this, because Phil Plate got it right, PZ Myers was spot on. <clears throat> Right. But, and, and in
2: fact you yeah. should you should read uh Phil Plate's blog about this called Richard Dawkins and Male Privilege and there's a couple of really cool uh
3: links to some very well thought out and I thought interesting no. posts. Yeah, a, a very good summary on Phil Plate's blog about this. Um but yeah, those are the three main points of the incident in the elevator itself which is made Rebecca Watson uncomfortable and then how she responded to people responding to her. And then Richard Dawkins. You you look like you've been chomping at the bit no, to have my, something my, to say. No, actually,
1: my biggest disappointment in part of this, I, I don't appreciate how Rebecca Watson responded to some of her critics. There was a point where she could have said, Hey, I knew how I felt. I'm sorry that y'all disagree with me. We need to to... We can have a, a logical discussion, but right now, tempers are flaring... Let's calm it down a bit. Somebody should have stood up and and been an adult in all of this.
0: Right. At that's... the same
1: time, Richard Dawkins, who is a personal hero of mine, is it's hard to see a hero become not heroic. You know, it's like having your favorite teacher and finding out that he's a rabid anti-gay preacher in his off time and this person that you have held up suddenly does not agree with your worldview when he is somebody who has shaped your worldview. And personally, that's where I am most disappointed in all of this. He could have said after the first statement, I was wrong, or not even, I'm sorry that I offended somebody. He could have just said that, which is not saying that he's wrong. He could have just said, I'm sorry that I offended somebody. He didn't. He chose to take his foot... His size eight or size whatever, and just shove it in there further. Okay, now he no longer needs a dentist to pull it out. He's going to have to have a general surgeon. Right.
3: <laughs> what do you think of some people's? It, it, it seems like there was some of this response on Skeptic, especially um, some people talking about essentially boycotting Richard Dawkins.
1: And, I don't necessarily and not buying agree with his that. books anymore. I don't agree with that because he does have a lot of good things to say. He still does. And normally Richard Dawkins is one of those who will be the first one to call himself out or call other people out. This is a case where he honestly does not get it. And this is that learning experience, that teachable moment.
2: Right. And uh, uh, Black Hag has a link Mm -hmm. to the short story that compares uh, male privilege to a... Uh, a dog that's used to the Arctic who controls the temperature in a house and a small um, lizard who is always cold. And a dog doesn't realize that the lizard's always cold and doesn't even know what it means to be cold. And that's, I think, that's a very apt right.
3: uh, metaphor for one for that type of, of One thing. of Richard Dawkins's responses was, his second response on PZ's blog, boiled down to, and one of the last things he said was, It's like if someone got onto the, the, to him, it was like if someone got into an elevator, it was chewing gum loudly, and how he wouldn't like that, but he could deal with that. And it really showed that he does not understand that even though she may not have been in a clear and present danger at that moment, it could have been. This was a teachable moment. It was, like you said, just kind of, hey, guys, cut it out. But it could have been so much more, and that's what—that's the little flip that Richard Dawkins did not get.
2: Right. And his solution was, well, just get off the elevator. But right. But that's not, if it had been, and granted, okay, we're, it wasn't. But just running away isn't necessarily the solution. Right. And it may not even be
3: an option in
1: an in elevator. An option, right. Right. And in addition, women are raped in elevators on a regular basis. They are. It is a tight, enclosed space that you cannot exactly escape out of. I am very fortunate in that I have never been in the position of being raped or sexually assaulted. I had somebody try, I kicked his ass. That's all I got to say about that
3: one. <laughs> Thank you, you, Krav
1: Don- Maga. That's all I got to say about. It. <laughs> Good
3: for you, Donna. We're very. But happy. at
1: the same time, that does not belittle her experience. That does not whatever was going on. Tiredness, enclosed space, slightly creepy guy with a boundary issue. Yeah. Uh, he's,
2: he's from overseas. He's never mind this. Well we don't we, we don't, was, don't know wh- where, where this guy was. <laughs> we from. don't know
1: who elevator guy right. is. Right.
3: And and I, I um I don't I haven't seen this myself, but I haven't been reading all the comments. Do we know if the guy himself has done any response? As yes. From all the reading I've seen, the guy hasn't.
2: We don't know who it is, and he hasn't made any response. No one has yeah. stepped forward to say, that was me, I apologize. Or, that
1: know, was something. me, I was a dick, sorry. Yeah, yeah
3: I, I, that's something
2: and that at this I think point, is I'm willing, to
1: bet, I'm, I'm willing to bet he's not going to at this point.
3: That's part of the problem of this, what I think is the overblown response to Rebecca's it, response, in that no one's going to want to come out and say, My bad. Right,
2: and now it's gone so far that naming names would probably be bad for all parties involved. Well, Rebecca
1: Watson herself has been threatened just because of her By other people. By other people, not by Elevator Guy. So, Elevator Guy, we're not taking your name (laughs) in vain. Um, No, but she has been physically... (laughs)
3: really, really bad superhero. I'm just (laughs) wondering how many people are going to have t-shirts at the TAM next week saying, I am not Elevator Guy. (laughs)
1: But Rebecca Watson, so in an anonymous situation such as much as the internet is, she has been getting threats. She has been...
2: Well, she gets threats just as being a, a prominent... But an atheist. Uh, just a prominent... Uh, Feminist. Blogger.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> just being a female blogger, she gets... And right. And on top of that... I'm sure add, all of them do. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, if you watch her... A panel discussion with Dawkins and Aaron Raw, and the person I
1: can't remember.
2: Um, <laughs> sorry, person I can't remember. Um, she says, you know, she gets these emails uh, from guys who say what they would love to do to her, and yeah, that's wrong too, guys. And that Richard Dawkins Internet.
3: could have sat next to that and heard that, yeah. and, and, and not remembered that. And respond in that I mean, Dawkins' response was there are much worse things that happen to women out there, and yes, that's true.
0: But that hey, doesn't point.
3: <laughs> that doesn't mean that the the basic response that everybody had was just because these really bad things are happening, doesn't mean we shouldn't try to fix the little things that can lead to that. It's kind of like trying to clean up graffiti and people breaking windows in crime sprees. If you stop some of the smaller crimes, that can help deal with the larger issues. Right, Dave. Anchor.
1: What do you have to say about you don't all you going make
0: this? me talk about this?
3: Yes. It's okay. You, you don't have to you if don't you don't want to. to.
0: Fuck I love boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about acupuncture.
1: <laughs> okay. Well,
3: one final thing on this. Just There are a lot of really interesting back and forth on this. Like I said, Rebecca Watson's comments on Skeptich, PZ Myers, several articles, um, Hemet Mehta on Friendly Atheist, um, Jen McCrade on Hag and Phil Plate has a really good summary of where things are up to today. I'm sure there's going to be more about it, and I am sure that some people are going to be still talking about this next week at TAM. Yeah. Yeah. So I will give a report after that.
1: We expect it. Yes. Woo-hoo. Okay, so acupuncture. U.S. Navy is now employing acupuncture um, for veterans for healing the body and the mind.
0: Right. For veterans or active duty?
1: It says open veterans. (coughs) Navy psychiatrist uses acupuncture to open veterans to healing the body and mind. Open veterans?
0: What does that
3: mean? The ones that are open on the surgical table. (laughs) See, now this this makes perfect sense The ones that are dealing with the whole don't ask, don't tell. Because
2: if if they're going down the, I guess, what is it, the slide of woo, this would be good. Because... The soldiers, unfortunately, tend to sometimes get shot. Acupuncture puts little bitty holes. So it's like a homeopathic remedy for getting shot. You put little bitty holes, like, cures like. Well, he started his work You're being silly
3: again, aren't you, Gary? (laughs)
2: He started his
1: work in Afghanistan and basically said... This is the part that really gets me. He's like, nobody sleeps in Afghanistan. Kaufman found that if he could get his patients to return for two or three visits... They would begin to talk about what was bothering them, and once he re- ve- relieved their physical aches and pains, they would start to heal mentally from so, issues of PTSD, issues...
2: Okay. okay, so the people that actually returned to talk about their problems... He was started doing starting... this
1: in... No, he started in Afghanistan doing this.
2: I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He found that the people who returned to talk yeah. about their problems, problems would heal get mentally... Better. Yes, so, but the people who stayed away didn't. It sounds like it's sort of um, a confirmation
3: bias. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's the simple fact that whether it's with a professional or not, if you talk to somebody about what you're going through, you get a little better. So it, the acupuncture probably has absolutely nothing to do with it. Right
1: now. Look, the or they could just be
2: bored as hell sitting there waiting for the acupuncture thing so they find something to talk about, and then they realize, oh, look, I can talk about this. Right. For the same price as acupuncture.
1: National Naval <laughs> Medical Center in Bethesda has just opened up their National Intrepid Center for Excellence, which is designed to help patients recovering from PTSD. Um,
2: ICE? <laughs> Intrepid yes. Center for Excellence?
1: Intrepid Center for <laughs> <laughs> Excellence, Stress disorder. Oh, is it's the Navy? Yes.
3: Oh, it's nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> is it Ni- located on the Intrepid Museum in New York City?
1: No, but no. we also have an Intrepid Center here. Oh, okay. Yeah. But our specialty is, rather than woo here in San Antonio, it's the Intrepid Burn Center. And they are doing lots of work with burn victims. It is a great... If you need to volunteer or something, I can wholeheartedly recommend these people... San Antonio is the premier
2: premier place to go for burns.
1: Um, But the one in Bethesda just opened a 65,072,000 square foot facility, which has recently been transferred over to the Department of Defense, and it operates like a retreat where patients return for two to three weeks and receive treatment between five and eight hours a day with yoga, I you know th- I think if exercise. I was a,
3: if I was a soldier who had just been hurt in combat, I would want to say sure, sure, I'll I'll sit there for 2 weeks and get needles stuck into me. Yeah. That's what yeah. I need for my, my my healing. They just don't want to be in combat anymore.
2: Right. But but yoga and, and stuff like that is can be, you know, it's good for right uh, after you you're, you are healing so it gets stretching. the motion going, sure. stretching and and relaxing. It's meditation does does
1: help. Art therapy
2: Yes. Which can help with yes. some
1: psychological disorders. As
2: well can and music. And
1: heart math control, which apparently is a way to control anxiety by controlling your heart
2: rate. Heart, heart math. Heart,
1: heart math. math control. Would you like heart to read math. it? It's, it's highlighted. Uh, no. Thanks
3: yeah, well, well, to David. David, you're smiling like the Cheshire Cat. Okay, what, you, know, here's, here's you, a... you know something about heart math. Well, Hold on one second. Let's, do, let, Donna Let's then, let Donna finish. and then let Donna finish. You can jump jump this.
0: catch
1: my eye. Algebra, so as, as the article goes on, it starts hitting all the woo categories of holistic approach. Instead of just treating neurology today and physical therapy tomorrow, it's all a blended experience. It's very unlike what people associate with the military. But apparently the guy that started this... now. How the hell
2: did we get here? How the hell do we get to a position where our military has a seventy-two thousand square foot facility
3: devoted to complete nonsense? Have you ever seen the men who stare at goats? <sighs> Damn. Yeah. You know,
2: here's the thing.
1: Here is what gets <laughs> so we've been there, me. So isn't? here's the guy who is pimped this project out, helped get this facility established and everything else. Now he only sees four patients for twenty minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And the rest of his time is consumed with administrative responsibilities. Which personally, yes, let him go and do paperwork rather than push this shit off onto soldiers.
2: Hopefully, hopefully they get actual nurses Those and doctors, therapies
1: and therapists, yeah. actual people who are designed or designed in,
2: intelligently.
1: <laughs> people who, trained. who are, are trained. Thank you. Bleah. <laughs> For those playing in the home game.
3: I'm the only one who can mess up like that.
0: <laughs> you can still drink. Go ahead. Okay. Yes. Can we talk about heart math?
1: Let's talk about heart
0: math. I read that and I said, "What?
1: It, what the it, is one of those is things in?
3: where they take two yeah. words that really mean something, smush them together, and it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, you caught that because I
2: I was kind of glossing through all that stuff, I, and I completely missed yes. heart math. I,
1: so we have to thank David very because he actually does our research for because
0: us. Because there's actually a our heart research. math institute where I uh, went on the internet. <laughs> Heartmath.org, people. And found Are some very com very or interesting net. org it's interesting org? information. Yeah. Heart mm-hmm. math is all about the intelligent heart. Okay, let me read first really quickly. This is the science behind heart math. Okay? <laughs> science. <laughs> and in, in, case, in case you can't see, there there were air air quotes there. Because
1: I keep going. What did it score on its SAT? And I'm gonna.
0: The first paragraph kind of talks about what they're talking about. Um, many of the changes in the body function bodily function that occurred during the coherence state oh by the way let me tell you what coherence is oh dear okay <laughs> your your heart is an intelligent being according so to so it's word
1: 800 on the SAT it's what did you say?
0: and your brain <laughs> is in it? order in order for your heart to effectively communicate its wisdom about the universe and everything with your brain they have to be on the same frequency Okay. Oh, there's so, word! <laughs> I was
2: playing in the home game.
0: So coherence is when your heart and your brain and other organs in your body are working at a, the same frequency. Okay. Now they sell a device that helps you. Is it a canopic jar? This, and I'll tell about it. Um, so this coherent state uh, revolves around changes change in still. the heart's pattern of activity. While the heart is certainly a remarkable pump, interesting, it is only relatively recently in the course of human history. The past three centuries or so, that the heart's function has been defined by Western scientific thought. Of course.
3: So before then, the heart just didn't as, exist.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> right now, we define it as a pump. Before,
3: it was part
2: of, the, was, soul. Was the, was, of yeah, the soul. It was the of soul. It was a yeah.
0: multifaceted role in the human system, being regarded as a source of wisdom, spiritual insight, thought, and emotion. Intriguingly, scientific research over the past several decades has begun to provide evidence that many of these long-surviving associations may well be more than simply metaphoric. So we're starting to understand that the heart is actually a source of wisdom.
2: Right, because before we actually had a fact-based and evidence-based medicine, they already knew that the heart actually
3: carried our emotions. Now we have a new med- just like we knew that if you threw a virgin into a volcano, it wouldn't erupt. Yeah,
0: true, exactly. But now ner- we have the science ner- <laughs> of neurocardiology. Neurocardiology. <laughs> yes. So that is that. It
1: really sounds like something you need a shot for. <laughs>
0: that is the the hearts. <laughs> now, now we hear kind of this woo. There's a lot more to this. I'm not going to go into it. We hear a lot of this before. But what really caught my eye about this place is one, the proliferation of scientific papers they put out, and two, how embedded they embedded are. Was there, was there are. some
1: air quotes on the science part?
0: Yeah, I've got a couple I can talk about. Um, they are very much into the military and corporate culture. They now do, first of all, they've just put out this last month a new military DVD that tells you how to use this device of theirs. They have programs for active duty, veterans, military families, military leaders. <clears throat> so this is not kind of a random thing. This doctor here using this this heart math thing cuz they are out there promoting this in the military. They're also promoting it in um, corporate culture.
2: Okay, so so That's they're they're, the they're well warrior. But I I'd like to point out. <laughs> Under their their science research, this is one of my favorite parts. In quotes, science. In science, right? It says research library, and it says in bold. It is a basic fact of physiology that your brain and or sorry, that your heart and brain exchange information. Okay, I can agree with that because you know the brain communicates Mm -hmm. tells the heart what to do. They don't stop there. Let's, let's go back and read what they actually say. It is a basic fact of physiology that your heart and brain exchange information that governs how you think, act, and feel. But studies at the Institute of Heart Math have shown that heart-brain interactions can occur from one individual to another. Your heart can communicate with another person's brain. Yes.
0: And so that's how they're, they're, they're teaching this to corporations. <laughs> Let me list some of these corporations. Adobe Systems, AT&T, Boeing, British Petroleum. Cisco, Harley-Davidson, well, on and on and on. Yeah, well, well, we can well, see how okay. well BP well, did with I mean, things. <laughs> just just listing of, of people that they're, they've are they talked to. Right. Uh, they I don't mean, know all. Certainly they're not looking. at they're, they're doing the we can help you have a better organization. But what they're, they're really over. talking about is they're talking about organizational coherence. So first you have the inner body coherence, and then they take that another step further where everyone in your organization can be in coherence and in their in their site, and the first thing you see is they're working toward a global coherence so everybody's in the same frequency everybody's heart and mind is all communicating with each other a couple of scientific papers they've put out here they have papers on precognition evidence of water's capacity to store and amplify weak electromagnetic and subtle energy fields so it's water memory, and they talk about homeopathy and the fact that your body body is full of water. So your body is that, knows everything. Your body is that thing that connects the material to the energetic forces of the earth.
3: Where are these published? Is it in actual medical journals, or is it in wooey?
0: You know, they they list stuff? a bunch of mainstream publications where there's scientific studies that have been published, but not these studies. They've done basic studies on how music helps you relax and things like that that they okay, can get so published in respect so to said, the journals.
2: Okay, so they have done some actual research and then they they throw in all this other wooey. By the way, we do this too. Anti science. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. It's really incredible. The whole thing is based on such incredible pseudoscience, and they're they're selling this to the military and to corporate America It just doesn't do their research.
2: I mean, they sound sciency, and I'm sure they probably go in there wearing lab coats. I know I would.
1: <laughs> and a clipboard.
0: Oh, oh, clipboard and a cup of coffee. They have the physi. <laughs> and a little name tag. They have psychophysiological, the psychophysiological physiology ooh, <laughs> The psychophysiology of entrepreneurial intuition, a quantum holographic theory. What? <laughs> which? which uh, the ooh, old
1: Star Trek. The old, the old Star Trek. holographic
0: theory, this.
2: quantum thing.
0: In which they studied entrepreneurs and found that they have a better ability to sense future events.
2: Okay, I am an entrepreneur.
0: Okay. These have I these can't, are multiple I can't pronounce entrepreneurs. it. These are multiple entrepreneurs. <laughs> and and they also discovered that the heart is the first thing to discover future events. It's the first thing to react and then the body's the, the mind. Yeah,
2: because usually when I realize that somebody yeah. has screwed me out of some money the first thing my heart gets really, really upset.
0: Now, let me, and I the realize money. I'm
2: going to have to yell at them. The money then,
0: point. I'm sorry, I interrupted, I interrupted go ahead.
2: you. I'm just being okay. sarcastic. Here's,
0: here's the kicker on this whole thing, okay? In order to make this work, you got to buy this $230 device.
2: <laughs> oh, so now it all comes out. It's called an EM meter. It always comes
3: back to the money. An
0: electro. Yeah,
1: follow the money.
0: The, the DVD that they're sending, this free DVD they're sending out to the military right now is how to use their little EM meter. Um, because you need that. Sounds them. like Scientology. Yeah.
2: Except they don't sell yeah. their EM but, meter. <laughs> but you got
0: to you got to you use that to to tell whether your brain and your heart are in co- this coherence mode. See.
1: I kind of think that if your brain and your heart aren't in like some sort of coherence mode, you would be um,
0: having
1: fib and, help. and Pal- dying
0: palpitations. No, so you know no, wait, I, this man or has, a this man in this article sure. obviously has an EM meter that was paid with paid for with our tax dollars. And I just wonder how many of these that the military has bought. Can we find out? Can we? Can we find uh, out how see, many of these I things? Well, bought?
2: I have. I have something that's a lot cheaper than a two hundred fifty dollar EM meter or E meter, depending. On a E-M- volt meter. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I bought it. Actually, it's it's a little ring. I'm sorry. It's an E. e- and e- as I get E-M upset or if I'm happy, it turns green. And then if I'm upset it turns purple or red. Or black. Or black.
1: If you're really upset. If I'm really
2: upset,
0: yeah. That's why
1: mine's always black.
0: (laughs) You're not gonna this new device (laughs) is called the EM Wave Two. And it is sounds um, fancy. Two hundred and twenty nine dollars. It's the newest version. I want to buy one. I do know somebody who works with
1: the Intrepid Project here in San Antonio.
0: Literature.
2: So, we need. We require literature, literature, and we need. He needs a demonstration model, a demo model I'll of, see the, what I can get. of the it's I got, the E meter. It comes with software.
0: You hook it up to your computer, and it gives you your little E G meter and all that stuff. It, the E M wave, of two. Break. Anyway, that kind of pisses does, me off. The more I looked into that, yeah, we had this nice story about the acupuncture and stuff, which is total bullshit. Total bullshit.
1: But apparently, the Air Force has chiropractors in service.
0: As long as you're doing lower back pain, I'm fine. And
3: as long as they give happy endings, it's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's $150 extra.
3: <laughs> I don't know that chiropractors do that.
2: You just okay. gotta ask nicely. Okay. Anyway. Alright, moving on.
3: Pose corner. We're gonna move Post-corner. on to pose corner. All right, welcome to Poe's Corner. Um, as uh, voracious readers will know of the internet, will know that um, Poe's Law is the idea that that a satire of fundamentalism is often indistinguishable from fundamentalism. If yeah. so, I'm gonna do a little bit the Poe's Corner a little bit differently this uh, week because um, I'm gonna focus more on that satire point. So we have. <laughs> Our ex-president, George W. Bush, wrote a biography um, or autobiography or had a biography written of him called Decisions Points. And we also have Will Ferrell, who is very famous for having imitated the president and did a one-man show after President Bush left office called You're Welcome, America. So I'm going to go rapid fire through these, and it's got to be your first instinct, yes or no, you know, which do you think it's Bush or do you think it's Will Ferrell? Oh, Bush or Ferrell? Okay.
2: Yeah. Oh, so it's a Bush or Ferrell. It's not. It's not like one of these is Will
3: Ferrell; the rest are Bush. No, nope. I'm just going to read off a bunch of different quotes, and you'll just say Bush or Ferrell. Bush so or Ferrell. Bush or Ferrell. Each one. <clears throat> so we'll go through them fairly quickly and um, see what you get. So this should be something where everybody can get something right for once. This Whee! is
0: George Bush Senior. George Bush Junior. Juv- Junior.
3: Juv- the Juv- oh, w- the more interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, quote number one. The scene went in slow motion. I felt like Ted Williams, who said he could see the stitching of the ball on an incoming pitch. The wingtip was helicoptering towards me, a ducked. The guy had a pretty live arm. Was that George Bush or Will Ferrell? Sounds like George Bush. Was that George Bush or Will Ferrell?
0: You know, you really can't see the stitch on the baseball. Yes or no. It's coming too fast. Yes or no. <laughs> and those baseball players who <laughs> yes say no? you can <laughs> are mistaken. We're on a time frame here. Bush.
1: Farrell.
3: It was George W. Bush. Number two. Are we keeping score? Well, the listeners can keep score. <laughs> Secret, for me. Secret Service has to do anything I want. For instance, if I'm at a Rebecca M- McIntyre concert and I'm too tired to walk back to the car. Rebecca McIntyre? Reba McIntyre. Okay. Concert. And I'm too tired to walk back to the car. Secret Service has to, by law, carry me piggyback back to the parking lot. Farrell. Farrell. It is Will Farrell. You're right.
0: <laughs> okay. Yay.
3: Quote number three. Barney spotted our neighbor's lawn, where he promptly took care of his business. There I was, the former president of the United States, with a plastic bag in my hand, picking up that which I had been dodging for the last eight years. Bush. 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 George W. Bush, you're getting pretty good at this, folks. We know him too well. (laughs) We know (laughs) Farrell too well, I think. (laughs) Don't get mad at me. I'm just benefiting from the system that's already in place. It's one of the many perks, if you will. Oh.
2: Now, that one, I'm not certain. Um, I can go with Bush on that one, too.
3: David? We'll come back to you.
2: Donald
1: Farrell.
3: Uh, Will Ferrell. You're welcome there. Oh. Mer- 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 Number 5 You're tied now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On television, when Kanye West said I hate black people, I don't hate black people. I never even think about them. Oh, wow. I get, I get Ferrell. 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 Will Ferrell. I saw gore heading towards me. He's a big man, and his presence filled my space quickly. Was the vice president about to deliver a chest bump, a forearm shiver?
0: <laughs> Feral. Bush. Feral. George W. Bush. Good- oh yes. I Good didn't on know you, either. David. Woo! All those
3: terms. All right. I stood up, walked towards Bullock, and said, "If you're gonna fuck me, you better give me a kiss first. I playfully hugged him, but he wriggled away and charged out of the room. I think that's actually Bush. David?
0: Say again? I got confused. <laughs>
3: he <laughs> st- used the F word. I stood up, <laughs> walked towards Bullock, and said, if you're going to fuck me, you better give me a kiss first. I playfully hugged him, but he wriggled away and charged hey, I, out of the play- room.
0: Who said that?
1: I'm going to say Farrell. He
0: play- playfully hugged who? Bullock. Bullock. Just first impressions. Oh, I was thinking of uh, Sandra Bullock. No. <laughs>
1: Not America's sweetheart.
0: <laughs> All right, that was George That's what W.
2: Bush.
3: Me. I was
0: confused.
3: That was actually George W. Bush. Yeah, I actually, because that was one of the quotes that people yep. were like, what the hell is he writing? <laughs> number eight, on John McCain, I didn't campaign for him, in part because I was busy with the economic situation, but mostly because he didn't ask. Uh, Gary? Uh, Bush. Bush? Bush. George W. Bush. Good job, guys. Uh, number nine, You know, one of my legacies as president, I'm most proud of, is my great love of reading. Oh, that's Bush. 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 Will Ferrell, you're welcome, America. I stumped you all! uh, All right, and finally, I received a bachelor in history, and my nickname was Gin and Tonic. While at Yale, I was a member of a secret society called Skull and Bones, which I used to call Skull and Boners. Bush? Ferrell. Bush, you said David? Ferrell. Will Ferrell, you're welcome America. Damn, I
0: miss the last two. Shoot.
3: So, even with someone as, you know, a, a very public figure that we've all heard these dumbass quotes, and we all know how over the top people from Saturday Night Live can be when they're pretending right. to be someone, it's so hard to tell when. There's some wacky stuff out there. Yep. When the personality of the person is, and I'm sure we could do the same thing with Michelle (laughs) Bachman. We could probably do the same thing with Barack Obama and Bill Clinton too. It's not just a Republican thing. That's possible.
2: But they 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 haven't really said so many. I completely uh, regularly said outrageous.
3: I didn't say it would be easy. I said it would be possible. No, this is true. So that was Poe's corner. All right.
1: Thank you. And hopefully, (laughs) and hopefully, Greg will post it quicker than I did.
3: (laughs) So I think
2: I think now. Uh, David is, is up even with us now, but you stumped us, so you get a point for a stump.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have less points than anybody, but it
2: doesn't count. Anyway. You're going to be behind next week, too. <laughs> okay,
1: so, David, why don't you tell us about the new members of the Holistic Chamber of Secret. Commerce?
0: Secrets? Well, they've been... <laughs> um, <clears throat>
1: I to guess about about the, the, Cham- the
0: Chamber of Commerce has been busy uh, drumming up new members. I have three new members to talk about today. Um, if you don't know, we have a new uh, chapter of the uh, Holistic Chamber of Commerce in San Antonio. It's been a couple of months, and we welcome new members and talk about what they do. Now, the first one I have to talk about is Whispers in Motion. So- now, Whispers in Motion, it looks like a really okay, nice... Okay, that's some
2: creepy, guys.
0: <laughs> Whispers in Motion is there to promote um, closed captioning for the hearing impaired.
1: Very good. Really? That's good. Yes.
0: Cool. And I'm not sure why she's a member of the Holistic Chamber of Commerce, <laughs> but it looks like a good cause, and she promotes it, and uh, she has a kit for if you're doing videos, your own videos, a kit for how you can do your own captioning, um, and t- taking consideration the hearing impaired. Good for so, her. Very so. nice. That is maybe,
2: maybe because it sort of sounds, you know, whisper it kinda sounds like holistic. <laughs> for all of those listening at home,
3: you can now take a drink for an awkward silence. <laughs> well, at least that shows that we're not just making fun of people from this group. It's if they're doing something good, right. we'll applaud them. Yeah, now Absolutely. let's
0: make fun of someone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't huh? take the good without the bad.
0: The second one is called "See Me Change." C as in just the letter C. See me change. Gourmet raw foods for you.
2: Raw foods. I know what these are. These are uncooked foods and unprocessed foods. Yes. What, like sushi? No, that would be processed because you have rice,
0: which is cooked. Oh. Yes. Generally, this is eating. Basically, it's
1: crudité with vegetables.
0: and fruits and berries and nuts.
2: yeah, it's kind of like it's also called the paleo diet and, paleo and, diet Diets.
3: and and steak tartare and stuff like that and you know just chicken wings lying on the uh, salmonella. You know, if board. you took your
2: steak tartare directly from the cow,
3: yes.
0: They say the, the okay. The fr- three main raw food groups are fresh fruits, vegetables, especially dark green leafy vegetables. And natural fats, such as avocados, nuts, and seeds. Because those aren't fruits or vegetables? They're, they're <laughs> fats.
1: They're fats. More legumes. That's where style. we're going to get your
3: fats. Nuts, nuts are fats. So, <laughs> But avocados
1: are a fruit. have a large nut in them.
0: So, oh, the man, whole, you know, I'm just holding my tongue right now. <laughs> the, the, the raw food movement, you know, I've got nothing against the raw food movement. I do they all say that they're all going to live longer and, and healthier. I doubt that. Especially um,
1: if they're buying their crap at HEB with all the pesticides.
0: <laughs> and and the problems with raw foods being they're hard to digest. You're not going to get a lot of the nutrients. Um, but they, they do do some things like they soak, they soak the seeds and to make them easier to digest.
3: Oh, that sounds like that. delicious.
0: It, yeah. <laughs> You know, but it's a lot of, like, you know, look at some of the recipes. and Do it's you want like, some
3: soaked carrot? Yeah!
0: You know, like, you know, the vet, you know, um, we gr- blend up vegetables and stuff and make the soup and things like that. They won't, the, what they say is they, they don't want to cook anything because cooking kills um, beneficial enzymes and it, it, it leaks out the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the nutrients, nutrients of the yeah. food.
1: Never mind the fact that cooking is what helped us develop into, oh, anatomically modern human yeah. that we are.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, but, yeah, but you're just saying that like you know something about it.
3: <laughs> they probably respond with, well, maybe back then we needed to, but we don't have to anymore, so we shouldn't.
1: Right. Right, because we are no longer... Um, Australopithecus robustus or the Paranthropines, we don't have the enlarged jaw to properly process. But
2: if, if you see a lot of people that who are on this, they have 0% body fat. I mean, they're very lean. Uh, most of them are health fanatics. Um, I have a couple of friends that are part of it and they are health it's fanatics. It's
1: also called Anorexia and
2: bulimia. Oh, I wouldn't say they're anorexic. It's I, saw some, I
0: saw some raw granola bars on the way here at Starbucks. They were selling them just for the, And they have that. And you said on the bag, it's like, what did I say? It was it was two uh, two moms in the raw. <laughs> sounds they like sell a
2: these, porn film. They, man. Sell, they sell these bars full of
0: seeds and stuff. It's 100 percent organic, 100 percent raw. And I said, "Oh, you know, I had I had Still some disease. Like a porn film. This was on my, you know, <laughs> looking for a way to be healthier and I learned that process, you know, cooking foods and processing food kills the enzymes." Well,
1: okay, yes. Loses the nutrients. Fruits and vegetables are good, good for food. you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: People do not eat enough of them today. Okay, you know what that's fine. But you say that if you eat your Apple in the pie as opposed to off the tree, it's so much better for you. It's not.
0: Now you do lose some nutrients. What, what I think, what I was thinking about on the way here is, you know, I know that uh fresh fruits and vegetables that you buy at the grocery store that has been trucked in and then sitting there, it's lost like eighty percent of its nutrients already.
1: Also the minute you <laughs> peel them. Eighty
0: percent. Eighty percent.
2: You say 80%,
3: that's a lot. How, just say a bunch. Okay. A, a bunch of it's you, you leached.
2: And, and yeah. when you boil stuff, it gets leached out into the water. So yeah. if you don't drink the water, you can't. And it changes the chemical. Uh, the, but.
0: the most nutritious vegetable is one that's frozen where it's picked. And you buy in the frozen foods. But now, if you're not cooking anything, you're probably not going to be buying frozen vegetables.
3: <laughs> True. Okay. It, this is pr- yeah. Pretty much anybody who. Obsesses no. with food one way or the other, whether you're eating just raw foods or just vegetables, or you're eating food all the time and you're big and overweight and stuff like that. If you're centering your life around food, yeah. that way it's just not healthy.
0: Well, you know, you know yeah.
3: I have yeah. a problem with the people who are on Weight Watchers who are constantly talking about, well, it was this number and it was yeah. this. It's you know, it's a good thing that they're doing this to organize their 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 food intake, but. It just becomes obsessive.
0: Nutritional science is a mess. Who knows? I mean, oh, yeah. And, and um, it, to be fair, this site is not really recommending 100% raw. Well, that's know? good then. And he's saying maybe 50 to 75% is you know, it's, it's going to improve your health and vitality. Um,
3: but it's kind of like all the other like woo acupuncture people throwing in the good thing of exercise and diet with, well, we're going to stick needles in your arm and somehow that's going to change your energy. They're, right. they're mixing the good with the bad.
0: Yeah, I, I don't have too much of a problem with it. If people like that raw food, I go for it. I don't really like it, so um, I couldn't survive on that diet. I like it. I also I and- have
1: issues with them calling it into the the paleo diet because the paleo diet was no. I mean, it has it's been 3.2 million years since Lucy, and even Lucy showed tiny bits of evidence of eating meat. Homo ergaster showed evidence of eating meat.
0: But not cooked
3: meat. What did Ricky ergaster. Ricardo have to say about that? Oh,
0: ergaster did because when, ergaster was
3: when, when, I was,
2: 25.
0: when I was researching this, I saw that earliest evidence of cooked meat, cooking foods, was forty thousand years ago.
3: Probably conclusive um, evidence. Conclusive
1: but, evidence, but um, Homo ergaster, there is evidence of. K.N.M. 1831, I believe it is. Don't quote me on this. There was evidence that she had developed basically an infection from eating so much meat that she basically had a a health issue with it, and that her tribe helped her when it was not possible for her to even walk.
0: Weren't they eating, like, marrow? They They were eating everything that they could because... Okay, let's move yeah. on. Uh, we have another um, member, and this is D <laughs> I T I Imaging, pain-free. D Diddy Imaging. D I T I. Diddy. I'm sure it's an acronym.
1: a little ditty
0: uh, about your pain-free breast. Screening.
1: <laughs> There's where I was going. Uh, now, come
0: on, we were doing oh, so. Apparently, <laughs> we are going there.
3: We were doing so well, <laughs> being nice and positively feminist, talking about elevator gate and the whole thing, and now well, we're going to talk about talk.
0: boobs. Um, this is this is um, breast thermography. Woo-hoo.
3: Is that <laughs> kind of like Mr. Miyagi clapping his hands together and going, "I'm going to make your boobs warm"? Now,
0: <laughs> breast thermography. Ah, oh, nipples. Is another way of. <laughs> <laughs> of looking at the breast, looking for problems, tumors, things like that. But he uses thermal imaging. <clears throat> okay? Now, thermal imaging, this, this technique has been approved by the FDA for uh, adjunct to mammography. It is not supposed to be used as a substitution for ma- mammography. And in you fact, know. they've sent out a warning letter a few years ago to uh, someone who's promoting this as a substitute for mammography. is now, it, is it this, accurate? it's almost reasonable. It's accurate it gives a lot of false positives
3: that then it's not accurate um, <laughs> as far as i'm concerned
0: the numbers here and there it's supposedly <laughs> for for identifying something i mean the the numbers like 97% it's it's com- comparable to mammography in identifying something in the breast but it gives so many false positives it's almost useless in my opinion
2: um, yeah, we're trying to figure out whether th- there was a write up, and we couldn't figure out whether it was 44% of the false positive or whether they were saying that 44% of the false positives or positives were false or whether it was 54% or 56% that was. Well, yeah, they were false. saying it show
0: up. They, they th- were saying it had a specific,
3: a disappointing speci- specificity. A disappointing speci- specificity. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Specificity well, he said
3: of forty-four percent, where actual mammography had a specificity of ninety-four to ninety-seven <laughs> percent. Yeah. So now, it's more mammography is more accurate, less likely to give you a false positive. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, okay, okay. So you're not Yay! supposed to promote this as a as a substitute for mammography. Calm down. I think this site does it comes very close to doing that. Now they do have some. Ten reasons why you would do this instead of mammography, and maybe some of them are reasonable. If you have um, uh, breast implants, that may be a problem for mammography. I don't know. They say it is.
2: But you can see breasts um, in different colors. If
0: well, you're that's never pretty exciting. <laughs> but some of these reasons, if you don't want to expose yourself to radiation or it's uncomfortable, then okay? They- they they and probably
1: being the only person who's had a mammogram in this group, yes, it's very uncomfortable. Okay,
0: but now they're saying, hey, you don't like it, it's uncomfortable, do this. Um,
1: um, no, I'd rather... That
0: sounds like they're promoting that as, in fact, they're saying it's just yeah, as, as, as accurate yeah. as a replacement. You guys
1: take your testicles and shove them between two cold pieces of metal. Yeah. How happy.
0: Um, to quote
3: a friend of mine, sounds like an average weekend for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, oh, here's another reason you might choose it rather than a mammography. You can't compare your breasts to testicles. Listen. That's just wrong.
1: Listen. <laughs> I'm oh, doing that. But,
2: yeah, but the, the sensitivity is, is different. I mean, we... Oh, you want to continue, Gary? Here's a sho- Gary. Here's a shovel, <laughs> okay, keep digging me, your hole. Let old. me
0: just say one re- one other reason you might choose this method over mammography.
3: Because Oprah said it was good.
0: You are looking for the best Actually, means yes. possible for early detection.
3: Uh so
2: something that's not proven to work is the best thing possible.
0: It will detect things earlier than a mammography, but the, that's why there's so many. Things. That's what. That's why there's so many false positives. I think because. It's, it's detecting things that very well may not turn into cancer. It's detecting any time you have increased blood flow in an area. I look
2: forward to the day in about 10 years when all this woo has gone way far and you go in,
3: you get your thermography, and they go, Oh, yeah, it looks like you've got leptricons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious if maybe a sonogram would be more accurate than this thermal stuff. I mean, probably because.
0: Uh, Why don't because, you go build a machine and, well, and
3: see
2: The, the cells. sonogram is going to even it. just
3: like the baby camera, you know.
2: Right, med- that's
1: sonogram. Sonogram,
2: yeah. and that's that's going to show you uh, shapes and, and and pictures and. But it's and not going to really show you but, blood flow. Right, in, in the, right, the but problem. If it's with, a mass, the problem with yeah. breasts, as far as I understand, it's been a while since I actually got. Never mind, Um <laughs> Is they're you know they're not. Contiguous, they're not like one just mass. They're they're lumpy.
1: Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: have, have Did like, you see that thermal image? I couldn't tell. That's it's all over the place. Well, yeah. it's like, and like they were blue, and in green, months, yeah. and everything. So and we come back to and
1: fat and muscle right. and lots of material, right.
3: which is apparently all blue. Bringing right. us back to the comparison to testicles
0: yeah, and boobots.
2: Thermography only is it, it's it's thermographic. It's heat or yeah. lack of heat.
0: Yeah, yeah. and what I understand is wh- what this said was work. that e- even before a tumor starts, the, uh, the, the um, cells start building a, a structure at, of, of, of vessels. blood vessels to help that tumor grow. And it will Ooh. catch it even at that point. It would be good if it could do that, but, but it sounds it can, like it's not accurate. Well, it does doing detect that, that. but well, the problem with that is
1: a lot of other things do that as well, and
0: well. it's not made a variable. Well. We know we talked about false positives. Before. There was that study where we're saying we get too many mammograms, and it, a lot of unnecessary tests and procedures because of it. So. If this just would make the situation worse. And I don't think she should be promoting this as a uh, substitute for me. Yeah, I yeah.
1: Well, she's going to send a lot of women scared, mm-hmm. hopefully, to their doctor. Right. But... As long, as
2: long as it actually does the false positive and doesn't just completely miss it. Right. So...
0: Eh. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah I agree. She should be uh, chastised greatly for depending strictly on that.
0: Yeah. I think she's worthy of a warning letter from the FTA actually nope. oh. uh, we, should, we should write her a strongly worded letter <laughs> well we know the chamber of commerce doesn't do anything right. um, to police their members but, uh, yep this is true uh, let's go to the lightning round lightning round lightning, lightning round
2: Okay, did I just sing the lightning round theme which <laughs> is not the theme lightning round lightning, lightning round. round lightning round faster than lightning your normal
3: round, round. round. <laughs> Lightning Round! no well, Welcome to the Lightning Round, where we talk about all the topics that we couldn't get to in the rest of the umpteen hour podcast that we've done as quickly as possible. And, um, yeah. So, uh the first topic we have is uh, Papuan Weevil has screwing legs. Who would like to talk about that?
2: I want to start with that. I'm going to make a prediction that in... Less than a week, maybe two days or three days, if it hasn't already, because it came out a couple of days ago, that the creationist will uh, take take that as a point to to that it, it shows creation but or why? intelligent design. Because it's a screw. And instead of being a ball joint like we have, it's, it's something that we now use. And obviously, uh, a creator sh- made that to show. I've
0: never seen a screw that a man didn't create. Exactly. Yeah, right. Along that. <laughs> but it is pretty do, cool do because have- this animal now can screw his leg like 160 yeah. degrees behind him, yeah. so he can walk like in the the leaves and stuff. Pretty it's, cool. It's re-
2: it's really cool. It's it amazes me. It's taken so long to, to realize that an animal ha- has that because I mean. I guess not very often you get down and really get up close to all these to see how it's, they work.
1: What is an animal? It's a weevil. It's, it's a weevil. It's a small a weevil. Insect. So yeah. some entomologist somewhere... Probably been, knew
2: that. I mean, yeah. and they just didn't think anything of it. It's like, oh, look, it can move its legs around. Well,
3: like, it was like only... It was an electric microscope, Electron microscope, microscope right picture that right they finally got. Yeah. They told them.
0: Look at
3: that. It's just, just amazing that we're still
0: discovering
1: yes, because things because God about, knows it wouldn't be adaptive.
3: Okay, Okay. that's all you guys have to say about that one? That's all, yeah. It's it's cool. All right, Uh, next we have a rare white buffalo was born here in Texas, and it has been named Lightning Medicine Cloud. So, what you guys got to say about that
0: one? I'm so proud of Texas to have the uh, third white buffalo in like 150 years, like. Isn't yeah. the next There's one the apocalypse? Be, yeah, the next one is the, This is the one before the apocalypse. Oh, right on. Damn, Damn it. it. Yeah.
1: And I was just hoping for an apocalypse this weekend. I though. think
0: this is supposed to give us peace on Earth or some. Goodwill like towards that. men. Is Whoopi, the
3: goddess of peace, once re- uh, appeared in the form of a white buffalo calf. Some say the goddess will return when four such calves are born. And this is number three. Texas got number three. What, what does that mean
2: at one time or just like sequentially no. or what? Sequentially.
3: Okay. This is number three. One well, more. Well, that
2: that'll be cool, and maybe we'll get a nice novel out of it. You and know, it's not an albino. A guy named Ahab hunts the great white buffalo. Oh,
0: yeah. And, <laughs> and there only here in Texas, numbers. it yeah. would
1: be Billy, Bo, Billy Bob Joe Ray Earl.
2: Habby. And
0: it's not just a white <laughs> cat. I mean, it's, it's not an albino. It's it's white with a black... Black no, nose, black, black to nose. tail, oh, well, It's probably yeah.
2: going to be an atheist. Probably, it's probably going to be Very. George... <sighs> Ahab. Very, very rare. So, what the they,
0: they did, they had a big showing, right? They invited right. They everybody. They had a big ceremony, and, that nobody could see. And the okay. media was there, and then they brought the. the I calf wonder out. what the calf thought about all that.
1: He'd probably gone, <laughs> fuck you, I've got my born. grass over my head.
0: The calf's going to be like the Dalai Lama. It's going to be like. It's a, it's this whole Only, life. it's not a llama. It's
3: a calf. <laughs> it's a buffalo. Well, I'm going to. Break some rules and stop ten seconds early because there's fine. one quote from the uh, this article that made me laugh out loud when I was at work. You lolled. Exactly. To, com- to commemorate the occasion, tourists could buy everything from lightning Medi- medicine cloud T-shirts <laughs> and caps. Glossy photos of the white bison, bison, and even buffalo meat f- made from lightning's darker relatives. <laughs> nice way to celebrate your new goddess. Yay, eat Texas. the eat Yay, the Texas. relatives. Oh, that's,
2: that's gonna be fantastic. But think about that. I mean, once the thing dies, I want you know that's a, a great jacket. steak. <laughs>
0: I, want to I check just want it. the steak. Oh. Okay. You know, th- that thing's going to have supposedly healing powers. Everyone's going to want to eat that buffalo.
3: We'll see. Yeah. Well, if if there is, we'll update next uh, week or something. All right, next Move topic. Um, as p- everybody knows, uh, Texas has been having some pretty heavy droughts lately, and our illustrious governor t- took to praying for rain. But it seems like some, some West... other things. Yes. It seems like uh, some West Texas people had an old-timey solution.
1: Oh, yeah, they
2: went dowsing, dowsing for water. And then they dug, and they dug down, and they found,
3: found water. They found water in the ground. Do you like, know where, really? what was nearby where they found the water? Was there a river? An aquifer? Well, there was a, a river that was... A leaky pipe? ...drying out, and <laughs> they found the water near the the city's water treatment plant. Mmm, tasty. So there was some leak, and it went through the water. No, the, this is like an Oregon thing. Yeah. <laughs> Only everybody's pissing in the water. Well, probably got filtered through some of the limestone <laughs> or something. But no.
2: are you
0: saying? Are you sure that that's what happened? That's, that's what they, what they said. said. That that it came from the water treatment plant. No, it was near
2: the water. It was, treatment. are saying
0: the they water came from water
3: the, near the water treatment plant. Okay, uh, so yeah, they looked for not, water near uh, where water that's, was. Yeah,
0: yeah, but Implication. That's Implication. yeah. Implication. Implication. Yeah. I think it was underground. Anyway, what I, th- I thought cool about this is it was kind of, a, it had all that with a bunch of farmers walking around with their dowsing rods. But they did have, you know, that the National whatever, Association of Groundwater, whatever, saying there's no scientific basis for this. Yes. They have a link to their site, which links to Skeptical Inquirer debunking dowsing. Love it. Right on. It's fun. That's
1: there all I go. got to
0: say.
2: Hilarious. That's it. Wow. Okay. Will well, Then, ding, ding. All right. <laughs> Next, um, (laughs) why do we ding? Why do we ding when that thing dings? Idiots. (laughs) Pretty much,
3: (laughs) because we're little children. alright I don't. (laughs) Um, don't. somebody has to tell me why shaving your pubes will not cure cervical cancer. Because it won't. Mm
2: Uh, um, really, that's about it. Uh, what, yeah, what um,
1: does hair growth have to do with your cervix? Your
2: cervix or cancer. I think you're Mainly because report.
1: most cervical cancer well, is caused by HPV, perhaps. Well, it's kind
0: of like running for the cure. Have you caught it yet? Yeah. You know? it, did you guys read the article? <laughs> no. No, no I, just, okay, I didn't even read Okay, the that article. explains okay, why Dave like, and me get it. <laughs> you ever see that Onion article? <laughs> okay. The Race for the Cure? <laughs> <laughs> After five miles, they still didn't catch it. <laughs>
3: Basically, the Canadian Cancer Society is trying to hype up, basically, awareness of cervical cancer by uh, basically asking people to grow. shave their uh, pubic areas into interesting designs to raise awareness And then putting it on Facebook. Cancer. Like oh, they did right the on. bra I'm
2: color thing. I'm all right. about that. And the bra
3: color thing. Yeah, the... Uh,
2: what and then was we can get them in with the thermo- thermography from
0: the breasts.
3: The is,
2: that's why you nobody was, <laughs> said
0: anything about my uh, post on Facebook. <laughs> that's right.
3: It, it was inspired you didn't by. You did that, right? No, did it was inspired by Movember, which is when people, you know, grow mustaches to raise awareness for um, prostate cancer. Oh, I
2: thought that was uh, uh, Mustache May.
3: Yeah, it's okay. it's the same kind of thing, but they they're they're interestingly enough saying that um, this won't really raise much awareness for cervical cancer because it's not good for water cooler talk. I don't know. That's... So when hey, you
2: start seeing, well, well it, sounds... it, it, this this goes right right back to the uh, elevator gate thing. Is uh... okay <laughs> well, when I'm you start st- seeing. I'm going to stop Facebook, you right
0: there. The park, star well, whatever that's what you, they're doing
2: to respond yeah. to your assertion that it's not good water
3: cooler talk. Okay, <laughs> next we have some relatively local news. Our illustrious governor again, Rick the Hair Perry, has uh, named a new head for the state board of education.
1: And Ugh. managed to actually get her named after her legislature was out of session. Shock. Basically slid her in, and actually it's even escaping pretty much the news. It was just kind of like, oh, by the way, I did this. But look over here, we're praying. Yeah, But I did this. But so look over here. But didn't,
2: didn't he do that with the previous guy? one? Yes. He's, he's just appointing these complete asshats. Uh, Gail Lowe was the, the previous one. I was going to say yeah. morons. Okay, because so when Don McElroy was Barbara not confirmed, Cargill.
1: Gail Lowe got slid in right, after but the Don Lux.
2: McElroy originally was con- uh, put in there sort of the same way. He does this every single time, right. does he not? I, how did yeah. McElroy get... because he was appointed. So, uh, Perry, okay, yeah.
3: well, stop
1: it. Just Barbara stop Cargill.
3: it. Tell us some more about Barbara Cargo.
1: She runs a science
0: camp. Yeah. Uh, what kind of science camps? camp? For Christians... Yeah. I don't know. I looked at the website. I didn't see a lot of religion on that.
2: But she's a she's a, a non. She doesn't believe in evolution, right? She doesn't believe in evolution. She so, she
0: talks about the the creatures that God gave us at the science science camp. When they yeah, talk about so
2: it's kind of, it's kind of like the young Earth creationist
3: science fair uh, to me. Yeah. So meh,
0: meh she to She used her, to be a science teacher. Saying. She was a public school science teacher. So and she's and not which, the
3: one that's a uh, um, homeschooler. No,
1: no, okay. that was. I, I guess can't that's a her plus.
3: Name. At least there's that.
1: Because the one that was the homeschooler was the one who basically called Barack Obama a Muslim and a bunch of other shit.
3: That's disgusting. All right. Um, someone tell me about Beverly Crook. Crook. The pet
1: psychic.
3: Oh, the pet psychic. <laughs>
1: the pet psychic. <laughs> Go for it. Basically, she um. She's a pet psychic. <laughs> yeah. She can get in tune with your... Pet.
0: Yeah, basically there
2: was a pet in a non
1: carnal, non creepy way.
2: So what was well, <laughs> <it's weird. laughs> well that just raises... a what? Um so what? Uh, she knows she's a pet psychic because she had a cat that didn't like a puppy or something? No, that no, the, that was
1: the was author was written by
0: the, the That was the author article. the author
1: called her up because he brought in a new puppy to his house and his two cats weren't Imagine that, getting along with the new puppy. Yeah.
2: Oh. Hey, yeah. you know what? She's been a psychic for the last 30 years, years. according to the article. You know, she, she says you can read humans, you can read animals as well. And uh, she explains that everyone, and apparently everything, has an electro-energy field surrounding them. Exactly. An electro-energy yes. field. And your special gift is her ability to tune into
3: animals' energy.
2: And
0: now we know we have cells in our eyes that can pick up on that. Yes. <laughs> no, from, I want to say something. Go. Go. You're, you're counting 30, down. you got 30 seconds. Go. Go. 30 seconds. Go ahead. You want to say something? <laughs> I thought you say were saying three it. seconds.
1: Damn it. damn it, say it.
0: Okay. She charges $70 a visit. What yeah. did you have to say, Dave? You know what she tells people? <laughs> your pets think you cuddle them too much. Really? Yes. Uh, what a... them don't think, of shit? I don't think what Callie would of say that. What a cocky shit. What a mean person. You need to stop petting your animals because they think you're too in their space. Give
3: Alrighty, bubblegum and snowflake. Who names her pets that? <laughs> Apparently, her children. Uh, okay, uh, moving I on. I have a
1: dog named Darwin.
3: Yeah, <laughs> right. The hell on. I have Calliope right. and Messinus. Next, we have. Um, a retailer in uh, Australia is having a fight over HDMI cables.
2: I love that article. I am so glad. This guy, the, the whole thing is he's fighting against the woo that surrounds a whole bunch of electronics. And I think I think we have talked about this, or we were about to talk about it, about these high-cost cables that are oxygen-free copper
3: monster cables
2: monster cables is one but there's ones that are more expensive if you look on Amazon and look for uh, high definition cables for $7,000 it's like 4 feet long you'll find them uh, anyway, this guy's giving them away. Giving away $4 cables with his televisions, his HD uh, televisions, because it's all digital, so either the connection is there, or the connection is not there. And if it's not there, you don't get a signal. If it's
3: there, you get a signal. That's it. It's not like your old, old rabbit ear oh, television, where it's sometimes snowy, maybe you can see the porn, maybe you can't. Exactly. It's either you can see the porn, or you can't. <laughs> right.
2: Well, and now, Now, there is a case to be made for high-quality cables, especially when you're running long distances. But from your video from your DVR your DVR to
0: your Now there're two there are two T- standards. I did study this. Thank you for posting this and make me study about this cable. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one that I probably don't even sell anymore because it's just for 760.
1: Oh, right. And
0: but
2: but but what we're talking about here is the, the actually very very expensive cable because They put magical properties on it. Yeah, thanks for making me
0: realize that. And by the way, the really thick
3: cables can harm your equipment. (laughs) Good, you got got that one in under the wire. Very good. All right, and last but not least, uh, staying in Australia, we're going to talk about the Australian farting camels. Australia, Australia, we love you, amen. So there is a uh,
2: group, a, I think it's a government agency, wants to go around and kill all of the feral caro- uh, camels. Now well, it's company who
0: wants to get carbon credits for this.
2: The Society Which of is. Camelid Research and Development. Uh, no, wait, they, they, they were actually against that. Um, basically, they're blaming camels for global warming because of the... Carbon ar- uh,
1: methane
2: uh, production. Uh, expulsions by them. Camel farts. Yeah.
0: yeah. Go ahead. Well they cap, like the they same study wasn't trades. done in America. They have a Cal a while trade ago. system right. in
3: Australia. And Australia is very heavily coal.
0: And so this company wants to get carbon credits by killing camels yeah. so they can continue doing what they're doing right. with the uh, whatever they do. It's a land management, land and animal management. they got land where they're extracting things, but they also manage the animals. Let's kill the animals so we can continue extracting the coal and, and that right. Kind of stuff. Right,
2: and they're also comparing camels to cattle, and apparently um, camels are a little bit more efficient, so they don't necessarily metabolize the food quite the same way, and so they probably don't have quite the same yeah, emissions. Just, However, really but there's, no, there's, there's nothing that's been done...
0: On, why do not on we? Bed? Why do we not know how much? Uh, because camels like are animals. nasty, man. They yeah, don't, they, don't, they, they are the
1: nastiest creatures in the world. I like, saw camels a couple like
0: wild animal park.
1: Well, congratulations! Camels, they're camels are the
3: creationists of the animal kingdom. <laughs> 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 they and, don't like sights. And that's the lightning round. Yay! Yay! Yeah, good job! Congratulations, everybody! You didn't flub up.
0: And that's the end of the show. Pretty much. Anybody else yeah. have any announcements? Anything coming up?
3: Well, I, Gregory Gerd Perine, will be going to Tam next week. Yeah. So I won't I'm be here for I'm the recording. jealous of you. But I will be walking around with a little personal recorder, trying to talk to people. And um, I'm not entirely sure how you're gonna uh, run into me, but I will be there. And if you find me, shake my hand or give me a fist bump, and Excellent. we'll talk.
2: Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make him drink for the first time in his life, and then uh, sharpie him before he leaves. So he'll have skeptic <laughs> wire on his forehead, and he won't know it until he looks into the into the mirror.
0: So we can look forward to another short show next week.
2: <laughs> you bastard!
0: <laughs> bad, just
1: bad of you. <laughs> Well, just for yeah. that, I'll, I'll try to flub up my lines. And,
2: um, and I just want to give a shout-out, before we go, because I'm a geek and a dweeb. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Google for trying to bid on Nortel patents with um, interesting numbers. Uh, they did Pi. They did uh, the, the distance from the Earth to the moon and the Earth to the sun. They were doing all these weird <laughs> numbers. Instead of just going, oh, you know, $5 million, their last bid was $3.14159 billion. <laughs> so awesome, Google. Total respect. Total respect for you for doing that.
0: All right.
1: Okay. See you next week.
3: All right. Jeez. Bye-bye. Loves and kisses. There were, as you said, there was some back and forth on the various blogs and stuff, and Dude. Um, Dude. fucking hell! <laughs>
0: oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: I deal with dead people, not that.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast has been interrupted on account of dead bird.
2: So Bringing
0: bring us a, a present. <laughs> that one <is> dead bird. <laughs>